Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Hey-o. Podcast. I'm Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And today we're going to be talking about the metal exploitation film Rocktober Blood. I, this is an audible sigh. Yeah, I mean, you deserve that sigh. It's a pretty fucking awful movie. I had never seen it until this afternoon. Yeah, and uh, do you feel better after having seen it? I don't regret seeing it. See, there you go. That's the spirit. God damn I don't it. think I'll ever watch this movie again. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's, um, I have seen this movie a lot because I love the punk exploitation and metal exploitation yep. movies. Honestly, like even though it doesn't fit into this category, uh, my biggest, my one of my favorite things in the world is uh, metal band summon Satan for unknown reason. This movie doesn't even do that. Though. I know, oh, it's, but that. it's okay. yeah, exactly. But it's like it I falls just into play my music back. <laughs> Make sure the message is getting out there. Right? Exactly, like they keep dropping all these things yeah, yeah. where it's like, oh great, he's gonna come back from the dead and he's gonna summon Satan and there's gonna be some court. No, I was waiting for that to happen, and then when they said how he got back, I was like, you're shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a goosebumps book right at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most uh, aggressively sexual Goosebumps book yeah. <laughs> ever made. Um, <clears throat> aggressively misogynistic. It's funny Goosebumps too. I, f- I found out I have a uh, another movie from this husband and wife uh, movie making team. Gator bait. I, it is not Gator bait. I, I, I traded that one away. It was a little too bleh. awful. Yeah, I got a American Angels Baptism of Blood. Ooh, about female wrestlers. Nice. Uh, it was bad. And yeah, I only I'm, remembered it because it said, like, I was watching the credits and it was like, Ferd, Sebastian. It was like, Ferd, whatever his name's Fred, and they spelt it wrong. Then all of a sudden I started clicking in my head like, no, I think I've seen the name Ferd before. Oh, yeah, you've seen the name Ferd before. This guy's <laughs> made some fucking movies. Uh, yeah, you'll recognize a lot of names. The the <laughs> there's, some, there's some repeated names. It's a family affair. It is. Um, Ferd Sebastian, uh, his <laughs> wife... Beth Sebastian directed it, and their son plays... Um, Mustache Man. Mustache Man? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I thought he was Billy, no? Oh, uh, Mustache Man has his last name. Oh. And he's also the effects guy. That's the second uncle, I think. <laughs> yeah, could be. Either way, Mustache Man is the... Uh, because uh, I think um, is the their, son, their son is Billy. Oh, okay. Uh, but under a different last name. Holy shit, that explains everything. Because this dude looks about as much like a metal singer as, like, fucking Fred Travelina. Like, he looks... He I'm looks pretend like, I know who that is. <laughs> he looks like this, like the next-door neighbor on, like, a sitcom from the, the mid-80s. Yes. And when he's lip-syncing that song in the beginning, it is so beyond unconvincing. Beyond, it's like, are you beyond. even trying? No. You look like you're talking. You look like you're recording an audiobook. Just but, you're, try, but you're going like, yeah! Just sit at home and try to hit those notes and see what your mouth does and yeah. look in a mirror and then maybe do that when the camera rolls, dude. Nah, I think I'll just read a book. Whatever. I'm going to pretend I'm reading a book. Dad wants me to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just doing what I do. Dad, do I have to say the line about pussy blood? Okay. Yes, son. I, I spent hours crafting that. Okay, fine. God. Your mother likes that line, too. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so let's just get started. All right, so we start off in your typical, like, recording studio setting 
we've got like you you have a real nice mise-en-scene because you know what the fuck's going on when you see the Jack Daniels bottle and like cigarettes. This is rock and roll. You're like, oh shit, this is going to be, and there's kind of a Motley Crue sounding guitar riff going on in the background. Like, all right, okay. I know what I'm in for, sort of. And the song's good. The song's not bad. It's We're off to a good start. <laughs> I don't hate this band. <laughs> like, I, I don't know the band Sorcery. They're not like a well-known band, even yep. in the like... Even in Apparently the Apparently, they thought they were. <laughs> yes. I was reading that uh, they were very um, pompous and uh, walking oh. around with huge egos on the set of the movie. Oh, really? I, and thinking like everybody would know who they are. A bunch of guys who uh, who do magic for a living and uh, play magic and play music. But they're magicians too. Oh, oh! So this is the secret of the band Sorcery. I didn't know this. So they are actually members of the Magic Guild. They were like members of the. I want, Whatever. Watch, I want to watch Arrested Development right now. <laughs> so these guys had a had a stage show mm-hmm. that was entirely illusion based while they were playing their metal music. Oh, I didn't know that. And the theme was Merlin fighting the devil. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean to say is I'm not little... laughing at that because no, 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 no. it's very serious stuff. I'm just gonna let that soak in. Yeah. <laughs> So, so they did illusions and played this type of like low key kind of like. So we're gonna do magic tricks. Kind of about Merlin fighting the devil. We are gonna get so many girls. <laughs> Man, if the magic doesn't do it, you know that those songs are gonna yes. do it. Damn, but they do. They kind of sound like Pentagram. They sound like some of those real bands of the time. And I, I'm just gonna say, I'm not a metal guy, so you're, right. you're you're probably gonna drop a thousand bands okay. of this thing. And I'm I, gonna... can't, I can't really roll with it because I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like Lord Weird Slaufeg or uh, Oh Lord Weird Slaufeg. <laughs> I bet you'd like Slaufeg. They're like a weird sci-fi. I like cr- the words. Crazy Slaufeg. Pants uh, Bay Area metal band. I think you'd dig them. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not terrible. This is basically the the beginning, yeah. middle, and end. So uh, we come in on some nerd that looks like he's from Loverboy, and he's singing in front of a like a palm tree, a, like a tropical palm tree kind of background, and you're like, well, that's out of nowhere. It seems completely well, out of not place. Just a metal band studio. Other. <laughs> That's Other true. bands record there too, Fair. and nobody doesn't like palm trees. That's uh, okay. Second question: Is this everyone else's studio, or is this their lake house? No, they go to the lake. Uh, Chris mentions that a Learjet's coming to take them to the lake. Okay, then is the where the okay? But they have a. It's, it's the same jacuzzi in both places, right? It, they're no. two different fucking jacuzzis. Sure. Jesus. H I don't think this Christ. is a lake. They say they're taking a jet to the <laughs> Okay. All right. I just assumed that they had an all like crazy like like no, what? It just they just they need jacuzzis everywhere. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the eighties. Well, they mm. need jacuzzis to bring the nudity to make the people actually stay to watch the movie. That is true. <laughs> uh when you least expect it, he will attack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so they play. I, I love that he sings a song all the way through too. Every start to finish, every goddamn time one of these songs starts, they finish it. Oh yeah, they're not screwing around here. But they're I mean, going. I, I mean, <laughs> I see usually in music, especially when I'm making it too. Maybe this isn't for right for everybody, but I feel like you punch in lines, you stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do like a line. Oh yeah, two, yeah. You do like the chorus. Okay, I'm gonna punch it and move on to the verse. Like no, he just starts the song, finishes the song all the way through, and then once he's done. 
The guy in the booth is like, all right, Billy, that's the one. That was the take. That's the take. Take care. He's like, cool him off, peace. Good night. <laughs> he just like takes off. Yeah. He doesn't be like, should I try that verse again? Should I drink? Nope. It's like, that's one. Bye. Nope. That's it. That's, you did it. They call him one take Billy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Covered in Bees does one take for most of our <laughs> stuff, but but that's probably different. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he he takes off and he's like, he like walks out of the studio and he's like, all right, I'm going. And this girl who apparently is his girlfriend, I think we find out later. No. She's the backup singer. Uh, they have um, been together. Okay. But they're not dating because she... Okay. He's, this, whole, this whole section is so stupid. I thought this was just an open relationship situation. No, 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 okay. no, no. She's, um... He's like, where are you going? He's like, I got a date. Got a hot date. At 4.30 in the morning? Why are all these people <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning? And the then answer is cocaine. Yeah, and who's going on a date at 4.30 in the morning? I don't... The answer is a cokehead. <laughs> this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and he's like, what can I say? She wants my bod. <laughs> so she's willing to like set an alarm and get up and meet dude at 5 a.m. to go on a date. Where? What? Um, but anyway, and she's like, did you use the same line on her? Being like, yeah. I'll make you a star. I'll put you in my song. Yeah. And he's like, yes. And so it's just like... Welcome to showbiz, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one of my giant complaints with this movie is like, I can't see this girl being there with him, knowing (laughs) this, and like wanting to be there. And then after which happens, let's flash forward a couple years, then she's still with the band singing his songs. Like, I can't possibly imagine her doing that. (laughs) No, I can't either, but I don't know. I mean, this guy tried to kill me, but like... He wrote good songs, so I guess <laughs> I'll sing them every night. That's basically what, what she says. Yeah. It's like, yeah, kind of <laughs> insane. Killed two people in front of me, and yet still, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll get to that, too. Uh, it was 25 in total. What? Yeah. Oh, the newscaster Christ. says he killed okay. 25 <laughs> rockers, including... Okay, that's insane. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, all right. So then she talks to the other guy there, uh, Kevin. Yes, and, the, the the engineer. And she's like, I'm going to go take a jacuzzi. At, <laughs> oh, well, she, thir- oh, she, oh, yeah, she goes in to sing Rainbow Eyes she goes first. in to do her part in Rainbow Eyes because she is the backup vocalist yes. for this band. Um, and she she nails it. She sings wonderfully. She's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. It's way, not her singing, though. Way better than the, the main voice that's going but on. But it's not actually her singing. Well, right. But what you're hearing, <laughs> yeah. when you hear her voice, okay. you don't hear her cracking. You don't hear her going off. You hear his voice being kind of iffy, where you're like, eh, it's all and right. And she lip syncs a hella better, too. <laughs> yeah, true. And he's like, no, nope, it's just not working. No, nah, try it again. That sucked. No, nope, yeah. you're dumb. No. Nope. <laughs> and then she's like, can you make me sound any better? He's like, not at this time of night. <laughs> so she leaves. I, again, who, why are you? And then when she gets in to do that part too, there's no countdown. There's no anything. She's like, go. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, if I can't, I can't explain it. So then she decides to go take a jacuzzi because it's five in the morning. Why would you go home and go to bed? Exactly. It's time to jacuzzi. <laughs> And he's going to uh, go take go play some pinball in the game room again at five in the morning for some yep. reason. Again, cocaine. Um, <laughs> and so he's he's busy playing their sweet Gottlieb Jack and the Beanstalk machine. <laughs> uh, and he turns and says, hey, back already? And then to which Billy answers, murder, 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 <laughs> and slits his throat. 
and yeah, breaks the pinball table glass. That's hard. It's very, it's very difficult to do that from above. Yes, <laughs> from the side, it's very easy. Uh, okay, so, and they have a really nice little game over flashing, which yeah, I thought was I like that. That was that was a nice little shot. Uh, it was kind of clever. So you get one point movie. We're gonna deduct <laughs> a thousand more though. Has been cool. <laughs> Lynn gets naked for her jacuz. Uh, the killer tries the door, but she locked it because she knows Kevin's a perv. Oh, Kevin. Kevin was gonna try to get in and look at her naked, so he was. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna lock the door." Uh, so she doesn't die. It's probably the only reason she lives. Yeah. Uh, Lynn's done jacuzzing. Goes back to the studio. Puts her clothes back on. Well, this is gonna happen a couple times. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, and Billy's sitting there at the console listening to. What they've recorded backwards. To make sure the message gets out. Right. Because we know that backwards music is evil. <laughs> and he's got sunglasses on and he's smoking that stuff. I was kind of wondering what that was. I mean, it looked like a weed pipe. It, it definitely looked like a weed pipe, but she was like, She's that like, you stuff still smoking that stuff? Made me think it was cocaine, but it was like a little, it looked like a little. Could have been a little creamer on pipe. top of that weed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So, so he's doing that. And he's flipped, uh, well, we find out later why he's so different, but like he's still a jerk. Uh, he's always been a jerk, so yeah. you're, you're not that surprised. Uh, yeah. But then he, I love how he just starts, he does that evil laugh, and it's not a good laugh at all. No. Either. And she's like, where's Kevin? He's like, Kevin's terminated. I fired him. <laughs> and, and then, oh, oh yeah, he, uh, we missed uh, where he kills that other girl, too. Oh, yeah. He stabs he... her through that thing. How mm. did they do that effect? I don't know, but it's pretty it nice. Good. Looks good. Another point for that too. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we see uh, Kevin get killed at the pinball. We see another girl from the recording studio get stabbed on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "She's hanging out in the other room," and she's like, "I'm gonna go see what she's doing." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> what I love about it is that basically he's like, when she finally finds him. So next she goes out. She goes looks to whatever. Looks around. She finds one of the bodies. Screams. And he comes in. He's so unconvincing at being a bad guy, even yeah. in the movie itself. That she, that he's like, yeah, he's hanging around. Yeah, I fired him. He's terminated. And he just keeps like he's like. I'm the killer. I'm the guy. Come on. I'm the guy that. No, we got to look for the real murderer, though. It's like, God damn it. You don't believe that I'm the yeah. actual killer. <laughs> like, nobody will believe. I've got the sunglasses and everything. Yeah, I'm wearing sunglasses, <laughs> I'm guys. I'm evil now. I'm totally evil. He drops- Shit, I'm going to go home and go go tea, and then I'm coming back. <laughs> he finally literally just has to straight up be like, I killed those people. <laughs> and like, he lays it out for her, and she finally goes, oh, shit. Uh, and then... <laughs> Then he grabs a knife and starts tormenting her and yelling at her about not singing his songs right. To which a security guard comes in, <laughs> yes. tells him to stop, and then he's like, you're a dead man. And the security guard's like, ah, and drops his flashlight <laughs> I'm going to kill you, yeah. is what he says. <laughs> so that security guard probably got fired. Uh-oh. Or murdered. <laughs> or murdered. We don't know. Um because uh, that's the only way our lead character lives, though. Yeah, Lynn gets let go guard. because the security yeah. guard <laughs> distracts him, basically. And now we cut to two years later at the Rocktober Blood press party. So, what is Rocktober Blood? <laughs> the band is Headmistress, right? Yeah, I think is I've, Rocktober Blood the name of the tour. I think that's the name of the tour. Okay, I think that they were never very clear. I or think if they were. I missed it. 
no, they were very, they were never clear about it. You I never guess, see like a tour poster or a tour t-shirt? Or, no, I assume. Or any kind of prop that would have cost fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I just assume that the, it's like, it's like the name of the show. Like they're putting on a rock opera. Like this is oh, okay. such a big, a big deal that they named the show I itself. Love their, I love their freaking cardboard. Oh my god! When she's like, "No, this thing was malfunctioning last time." How the fuck does it malfunction on this paper mache coffin? (laughs) It's made out of craft stored tinsel and shit. (laughs) We were storing our wreath in it last year. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Okay, and so at this wonderful press party, a mime in a gorilla skull mask is doing break dancing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we're introduced to this this VJ guy from MV MV TV music mm. video television yeah not to be confused with MTV his name is Rick Righteous yes <laughs> which is pretty funny <laughs> um, and and he, and he takes a few toots toot, toot. that dude loves the cocaine <laughs> and uh, he explains he does our he does our backstory for him and he's like Billy was executed one year ago today and. <laughs> After you know, killing 25 after, rock and rollers. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Um, or two. <laughs> or two. Whatever it was. I have a huge problem at the end of this movie when you find out how he came back in regards to those 25 murders. Yeah, we'll me too. We'll yeah, there. join the club. Yeah. Um, but, I got some issues. <laughs> but Lynn is now the singer of the band. The band is now called Headmistress. They changed the name. And they're singing Billy's songs. Again, they're like I said Billy's earlier. Songs. Like. Yeah, I almost got murdered by this guy. <laughs> now I'm going to sing his songs every night and think about how I yeah. almost got murdered by this guy. That's healthy. <laughs> that is, yeah. No, of course she's going insane. Uh, maybe she's maybe she's using it to confront her feelings. I want to get back to the gorilla mime, though. Um, that's, uh, that's Frank. He's part of the band. Uh, right. He's like a hype man on the stage. Yes. I think. Um, yeah. And it's a cool mask. Do you know if the mask was made for this, or is that just a random it has weird to have, mask? It has to have been made for it. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, they have a hype man who like they're like a really shitty guar. <laughs> like they're like Halloween store guar. Um, they actually have somebody who comes out and like I don't know what he's supposed to do. Well, he sings too. He does. Oh, that's right. He was gonna do. He was supposed to be singing Billy's parts. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so he's not just a mime in a gorilla skull. No, no, no. He's Frank. <laughs> he's Frank. Um, and the VJ is super inappropriate here and was like, hey, I, I noticed that uh, Billy would still be alive if you didn't... Uh, finger him. If you didn't finger him. Um, <laughs> you totally killed that man, huh? Yeah. He was important to you, huh? Uh, anyway. It's not really a guilt trip where it's just like, hey, so... Hope you feel guilty about putting that man to death that killed 25 people. I mean, it's not really. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I'm not dead. Yep. There is so much padding here. We just This whole movie is a freaking football outfit of padding. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God. It's just party scenes and recording studio scenes and show scenes. And this party scene lasts for what seems like 15 minutes. And there's not even a band playing. No, you hear a whole entire fucking song. And yeah, they're going out of their way to tell you how exciting this party is. And everybody's trying to pretend like they're having a good time, but they don't know exactly (laughs) how they're supposed to accomplish that. Uh, Lynn goes looking for somebody. Um, Frank. Okay, she's looking for Frank. 
apparently Billy has a Frank mask that he he wears a mask and she he goes to Lynn. She's like, Chris wants to see you in the office. Yeah. And she's like, what's wrong with your voice? And he's like, I just got a sore throat. Yeah. So, but later on, like Frank's still wearing that mask when he gets falsely punched. Like, right? How is there two masks now? <laughs> or maybe backup they do man. backup masks for oh, yeah. every show. The mask gets funky. Yes. You switch it out. You gotta <laughs> switch it out. Oh my God! Yeah. So, oh, we played a show with Green Jello once. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I cannot believe people put those fucking costumes on night after night. Yeah. <laughs> it literally smelled like a fucking morgue inside those costumes. Wah, woof. Or did they let you try one on or oh, yeah. tell you to? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I would. I just got close enough to Bill to be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> it's not good. They literally are just like, hey, crust punks, here, be in our show. Yeah. <laughs> Upsetting. Anyway, it's diversion. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So, here, so we have so much padding here as Lynn walks slowly walks and walks and walks and walks and walks to the office. Yep. And then, surprise, Billy's back. Yes. Pulls off his mask, and he's like... Hello, rainbow eyes. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Unconvincing laugh. Oh, I'm back. I laugh. <laughs> uh, and so he stabs his knife into the wall and then takes off. Yep. Um. The producer finds... Uh, After the producer walks and walks and walks yeah. and walks and walks and walks <laughs> yeah, and walks. Yeah, we see and that. And then sees, then finds Lynn cowering in, in the corner. In fetal position. Yep. Uh, she and tells him the story and goes and he punches Frank. <laughs> she straight up says, Billy did it. <laughs> Billy's back. Billy did it. Okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna go punch Frank. Yep. <laughs> what? There's Not something even, going like, on with Frank. I mean, they're friends, man. You wouldn't even ask him, like, did you do something? <laughs> no, you just walk on the dance floor and sock him. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you about that. And then Frank doesn't even put up a a question. He's just like, Frank knows what he did. He's like, oh, I guess I got punched. (laughs) (laughs) Frank's been doing some shit where he's just like, you know what? It must have been something caught up with me. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've done a bunch of shit where I deserve to get punched in the face. Nose isn't broken. I'll count this a W. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, Frank doesn't say a damn word about it. He doesn't doesn't even look confused. Yeah. He's just like, oh. (laughs) And so, uh, Chris, it's Chris, right? The Chris producer manager, or yep. manager. He, uh, he's like, okay, we're going to get you out to the lake to, so that you can take a break from all of this, <laughs> all of this pranking and whatnot. And so they go out to the lake to relax and Lynn starts taking nature photos. Oh, it's thrilling. It she's, really is. She takes a picture of a squirrel, but misses it by this oh much. Oh my gosh. I really wanted her to get that picture. Um, maybe she got it. I mean, she might have. It, you gotta wait till the film develops. Exactly. It is eighty-four. So, and, uh, so she's here. having a nervous breakdown. So she decides to go hiking alone in the mountains. And we get these great shots of her walking. Um, <laughs> this through. is different than her walking in the backstage yeah, area because now there's some semblance of scenery, uh, like a tree and a rock. Uh, there was the tail of that squirrel and a and a bigger rock, and there's yep. just so much to look at. And um, so Ugh. then apparently uh, Billy shows up with a portable amplifier cranking his backwards jam. Yeah. So so we're hearing the music and it's echoing off the side of the mountain, I think, yeah. from the way that they shot it. Cool. Now, when I first saw this, I thought that Billy was a ghost, obviously. Cause right. He's back. So like it made the music make sense to me. Right. Like, he can do ghosty things like play music. Once you find out he's not, it's like, 
How did you get that backwards music blasting out there? Just carrying a boombox <laughs> with backwards masked music and playing it, which is really weird. And so she runs. Hey, that's just how what he does on a nature walk. Yeah. You know, we all. She takes <laughs> pictures. He plays backwards music. He uh, so she runs back down the mountain the same way that she came, but this time it's faster. So yes, yeah, so we, we get, get to see a run past like same, a, past like a rock. Like, the same rock. We see a stream. And, and then so, when she's just about to get caught, what do you do? You cut to butt. You smash cut to two ladies doing aerobics. You smash cut to a butt. I mean, it's straight up smash cuts to a jiggling butt of a girl working out. Yep. <laughs> I was cracking up over that. Part. Such a... Oh, my God. And then we this just movie. turn into a watch girls work out sexually yep. for the next 10 minutes. Yep. And that's a lot. It's a lot of time spent on that. Uh, and she eventually shows up. Lynn eventually shows up in this weird aerobics in class. Her, in whatever. her full in her aerobics full gear. leotard, too. Yeah. She's just like, oh, I'm trying a traumatic event. I'm going to throw on these tights and then go time sit and stretch that. in the corner. Yeah. And act weird to my other two girls. Yep. I'm just dancing like crazy women. And then we see some dude walk down the mountain, which must be Billy. Um, and one of the aerobics ladies leaves to go get real food. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> And now we get phone call, hang oh. up. Oh, I, I've, never, I've never seen this before in a movie. Oh. It's like somebody's harassing them on the phone. But wait, the phone rings again. Oh my gosh, wait, seriously? Hangs up. Oh. Phone ring, hang oh. up. Oh my gosh, this is getting creepy. <laughs> Who keeps calling me? <laughs> Don't worry, this time, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. You, you and can then deliver we, this line. I don't want to deliver this Matter fucking either. line. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> There's a bad boy line here. I don't want to say this fucking Nobody line. Nobody wants to say this line. <laughs> uh, this is fucking terrible. But, uh, I think we said the line earlier than we, we kidding. We kind of said most of the line earlier. I don't want to repeat the line, so yeah. how about that? Um, either way. He's, so, he's like, I want to take you out for chocolate milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. I'm going to make, I'm going to sub it with that. <laughs> so there's a call. <laughs> we're in. We're in a... There's a call coming from inside the the house situation. This is insane. Christmas time. <laughs> That's the problem. So so she's like, oh man, oh okay. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You know, you're getting a prank call. Yeah. And then they look at the phone and they see that the light is it's lighting up inside from the fucking upstairs phone. So now they know that they're in a the call is coming from inside the house situation and they go upstairs and grab some wine bottles for weapons. And then they find the the phone off the hook and they're like, well, that's just the phone is off the hook. I guess that solves everything. There is an intruder in your fucking house that threatened to murder you. But I guess there's not because it's just the phone off the hook. We just saw a phone. Not the killer putting the phone down after saying he's going to take you out for chocolate milkshakes. (laughs) And so she, instead of calling the police like a sane person, calls her manager and is like, hey, Billy's back and he wants to murder me. And he's like, stop imagining things, babe. <laughs> I got a show to put on. Yes. He says things in that manner. Um, yeah. And she, like, neither of them are taking this seriously enough. No. Not at all. And then they just go and pour post-workout vodkas. Oh, do we, do we see the security guard at the scene yet or no? Is that later on? Oh, not, not, later. Ne- not yet. This is when they go out for their nice, calming, high-speed boat rides. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
They're like, we need to chill and relax on the lake. All right, let's get in the speedboat and crank it up to 60. Man, you know what I wanted in this scene? It did not happen. I wanted a Rocktober boat to start chasing them that looked like the mask. <laughs> because because at this point in time, uh, mind you, I have not, right. I had not seen this movie. You didn't know I how still, shitty it was. No, I, well, I still thought that Billy was a ghost, and I yeah. thought it'd be cool if he had a Rocktober ghost boat and like kind of like you know kind of like how Freddy can do cool shit. Like I thought this was gonna be like one of those kind of things. God, I wish and it he had was. this cool black speedboat that was cranking. Uh, backwards metal yes. the water. holy fuck <laughs> this is a much better movie than the one that I yeah. watched yeah we did not get a Rocktober <clears throat> boat we did not get the Rocktober <laughs> blood boat um yep and then Billy's watching him I guess yep we just see his feet or, oh no he's popped up for no that, that's legitimately him like you see yeah, him yeah, yeah. face on for yep. the first time and you're like hey that's actually Billy um <clears throat> So one of the other ladies, is this Honey Boo Boo Child or whatever her name is? Honey Bear? There's, there's, a, there's, a, second, there's a second woman. Uh, I think it was the one that was on the boat with her. But she goes looking around the house looking for Lynn. Mm-hmm. Like some time passes in between these two scenes, apparently. Somehow. And she's just like, she's lost track of where Lynn is in the house. And so she's doing the full moon wander around the house. Lynn? Hello, Lynn. Oh yeah, but there, her, hey, Lynn, are you southern, down here? Her southern accent's funny because it makes Lynn two syllables. <laughs> Lynn, 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 Lynn. Yes, and uh, and she finds the jacuzzi on. She reaches over to shut it off, and a hand reaches up like Friday the Thirteenth pulls her down into the jacuzzi. I thought that was awesome. It was pretty cool. because it was so stupid. But after finding out. <laughs> How Billy's back, it makes no fucking sense. I thought that was possible because it's a ghost. Right. <laughs> Are you telling me this dude was just rambling on underwater there forever and yeah. waiting for somebody to check out the jacuzzi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another one of Billy's amazing abilities. <laughs> Can you imagine like the setup for that? You're like underwater, like, okay. And, and you, you can't hold your breath. It's been like a minute, and then you pop up, you're like, <gasps> then you look around and then nobody's nope, there. Nobody's like, there. Boom. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> imagine if you popped up like just Right. Three seconds too late. Like, too early, you pop up. You weren't supposed to see me. Can you turn around? (gasps) It's supposed to be supernatural. There's no way this works in a real real situation. But it's not. And also, he doesn't kill her, which is the other thing that's insane about this. Yeah. So, that's a whole other story. But he does during, like, one quick. He eventually does kill her. Yeah, but I was confused with that. I had to rewind and watch that again. When they she's were doing thrashing the, around in the water, you assume he's drowning her. I thought he strangled her and drowned her. And then all of a sudden, we see that cut scene where he's like, she's still screaming, and he puts her in a trunk. After he's like, literally cutting her arms and legs off and putting him yeah. putting her into a trunk. Yeah. No. Oh, well. <laughs> so uh, so Lynn eats an apple and gets naked again. Yeah. Uh, she heads for the jacuzzi, <laughs> but oh, slowly. Oh my God, she's gonna find the body. No, she doesn't. She just oh, touches covered. it, and it's too cold. And she's like, oh, shit. Well, I still got to get naked for the camera. I guess I'll just go take a normal bath instead. Instead, Like, the amount of time it would take the jacuzzi to heat up, as opposed to the amount of time it would take to draw a bath, I think and is again, pretty much... And again, this whole time is just walking, walking, walking. It's more walking. It's like she gets there, she disrobes, gets naked, puts a towel on her, then goes for a walk, <laughs> finds yep. the jacuzzi, she's like, well, then walks back to the bathtub to get naked again. Yep. It's like, just... Jump in the freaking tub from square one here. <laughs> yeah. And so this is where we see uh, our other person getting chopped up. 
She was still alive while being chopped up for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, Lynn's in the bath and the killer approaches, but then he leaves. Because she's, again, in another instance of just ridiculous timing, her eyes are shut perfectly for the amount of time they need to be. Mm-hmm. So that he and can, her ears are under the water. She can't hear anything. That he can just walk up, look, leer over her for two seconds, and then go out the side door. Because that's what you would do. That's and you're what not Billy even, would You're do. not even intimidating her at this point. That was just an absolutely pointless gesture. Yep. And then so now, now she's like, she gets up, puts on her clothes again, <laughs> goes to the closet, and oh my God, Billy jumps out. Yeah. And he's wearing ridiculous jack-o'-lantern makeup. Yes. He almost looks like Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo at this point. He he kind of <laughs> does. In that makeup and just the whole vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he reminds me of Shelly from Friday the 13th Part 3. I didn't get that vibe at all. Um, yeah, he just, he feels like a sitcom character. He yeah. does not feel like a threatening presence. Um, and so... He calls her Rainbow Eyes. And I just want to stop for two seconds and say, Rainbow Eyes is a stupid fucking phrase. Yeah. So that's all. What does that even mean? I don't know. It's, I think it's just the fact that if you use Rainbow, then people think of Dio. And so then you get kind of a metal pass. That's my guess. Uh, so phones out, slow, dark chase, lots of creaky stairs. Oh, you mean there's a chase again? Through a boring environment? Yep, there is. And so... She's like, she grabs a knife and she's hiding on the staircase. She's waiting for him to show up. And I'm waiting for her to stab the wrong person. <laughs> hey. Anybody can see this fucking coming. Yeah. So she stabs Chris. And then we get the most bizarre cut afterwards. He's like. That Chris is now recovering from his It's stab not like wounds. we cut to Chris getting a Band-Aid put on. It's just like, oh, here's like. What a day later, two yeah, days later, he's, maybe he's at the show. He's and at that's this, when we meet the, yeah. the security guard who is my my. He wins my award for worst <laughs> actor in this movie. He does the reason. Yeah, mustache guy. He tries real hard and a fails. <laughs> fails spectacularly to act like a human being. Um, <laughs> like he, but he to his credit, he's not an actor. He's a special effects guy who is in this movie because I guess. It was cheaper to have him do two things. He's a Sebastian. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's right, because he's related. Uh, <clears throat> he was free. True. <laughs> so she wants Billy Eye's body dug up now. She's like... Billy? She, but Billy's dead! <laughs> <laughs> you, you're traumatized and going through some deep shit. <laughs> I don't know how to act. Yeah, he doesn't know how to act like a person. Uh, so now here's the question. Okay. So they've left this whole thing. Yep. She must have called the police, right? We're assuming. No. What would she call the police for? (laughs) She called Chris, okay? Oh, that's true. She did call her manager. And we talked to the mustache security guy who's the best security guard. But she's like, he's like, I'm the best security guard there is. He does. Why can't you catch this guy? I can't catch the invisible man. I, I'm just telling you I'm doubting everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> if she had brought the police in there, they would have found a body. Yeah. Or at least some evidence of a struggle near the jacuzzi. Also, she would have seen water all over the floor from the jacuzzi, and it would have been weird because the woman was struggling a lot. But that didn't happen either. 
Whatever. Uh, whatever. It's fine. True, man. And the jacuzzi was covered. So, yeah, there would have been water everywhere. There would have been water all over the floor. Yeah. Dumb. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. So, Lynn and Honey. I think this is Honey Boo Boo or Honey Bear. Honey Bear is her name. Her character name is Honey Bear. I didn't notice So, uh, (laughs) Lynn and Honey go to dig up Billy. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Is it? More ridiculous than anything else so far? Do you know how hard it is to dig up a grave? Oh, I mean, when they bury him six feet down, real difficult. But yeah. luckily, luckily for them, Billy was buried a foot and a half underground. <laughs> so in this case, it was quite simple. I only dug out the top layer of dirt to, to put a frame pool in my backyard. <laughs> and that was just awful. I can't even imagine digging a whole grave up like this. What's another movie? We did another movie like this where... Uh, Somebody dug up a grave in two seconds. What the hell oh was that? Oh my god, I can't remember. Yeah, but yes, I it's mean, like a funny trope. It's a, it is a recurring theme in it's, these it's movies. It's kind of like the. Uh, it's just one of those funny things, like uh, morticians eating sandwiches. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's just one of those weird tropes. And once you think about it, you'll see it more and more. Like we got to dig them up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like no, you don't go to Taylor Rental and get an excavator. You just grab one tiny shovel. One and tiny you're like, shovel, okay, and you're we got fine. This. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Uh, and so. They do. I and, mean, well, she does. Honey Bear sits in the car for a yeah, while. She does. Uh, and eventually, Chris just shows up again, being like that false flag. Like you see feet walking this whole time. You see, oh, this part's cool because we're in a graveyard where we see a walking foot. Yeah. And we see like a walking foot, and then we see some more walking feet. Yeah. And then Chris is like, oh, I thought you might need some help. Yeah. Nope. That was it. And that's how the grave got dug so fast because Chris helped. No, Chris did not actually help. They were already done by the time Chris showed up. Oh, he was like, he was like, well, let's get this thing open. Chris and is lazy. And there's also that thing about anytime you see a grave digging type thing, you know, when it's like, they're like, I, I found something. And then they like hit the shovel on the, the top of the, the coffin. Yep. And then they just open it up because, you know, I if mean, you, you don't need to dig all the rest of the dirt up. <laughs> like, everything on the side would keep you from opening the yeah. coffin. You'd have to dig around the edges and everything, but <laughs> nobody ever does that. And then we get a ghost scare. Yes. And it's... <laughs> Billy has been reduced to a Halloween skeleton. Well, after, after, well first, um, Lynn sees the uh, vision she has oh, yeah, of ghost face right. Billy there. Saying like, oh, I'm here or something. I'm back, I believe. Oh, Kind of like a song. Kind of like that song. But then she's shooken, saying like, no, look again. And yeah, it's a total dime store <laughs> skeleton with a... Uh, and they, they probably just bought a snake from the pet store. It's like, boop. It's great because, you know... It looks so cheesy. Snakes don't naturally live underground, so he must have been buried with a snake. I didn't even think of that. I am not a uh, snake guy. I don't. I don't know anything about snakes. I don't. I don't think they live inside of coffins normally. This one does. Okay. In this case, I mean, because the coffin was untouched, like he was <laughs> completely stripped bare, and the coffin had no wear on it whatsoever. Um, so that snake found a way, as they will. <laughs> uh, so we're now back at this concert finally, and uh, Billy shows up dressed as Johnny Ramone for some reason. I don't know what the fuck this was about. Let's see him walking. Oh, with he's, that weird wig he's and everything. He's got a Ramones wig on. <laughs> I think it was to hide. Be- because, I guess. Because he killed 25 people, so he can't really have this dead guy that everybody recognizes from the same band that he used to be in at his place. I think that was oh, what... Oh, he was... 
Okay, I thought he was hiding in a closet for some reason. No, he was walking in the door, wasn't he? Yes. Okay, I thought he was doing a like hidden in the closet kind of thing, but no, he was walking in. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so he... It, so that part actually does make sense. Yes. Um, maybe. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he shows up and it's the makeup girl getting ready for... It's It's their wig girl. Yeah. I need help with the wig. <laughs> I can't put it on myself. Where's my wig person? I can't find the wig person. Okay, I can suddenly put my wig on by myself now. <laughs> yeah, wig, wig lady is killed by an iron. In one of the worst yeah. um, performed death scenes I've ever seen. Um, he, Yeah, the killer puts a scolding iron against her neck, and she's just like, I'm going to drop slowly to the ground now. Yep. Dude, that would make you scream. That yes. burn. So oh, bad. yes. You know what I mean? And she she shows like no emotion. She's like, oh, I'm dying slowly and falling. Yeah. And she doesn't and, even make a peep. Yeah. It basically it touches her neck and she dies. Yeah. Um, Chris is now dressed as a samurai, which is pretty cool. Yeah. For some reason, he has like a like a Dragon Ball Z type <laughs> gi on. Uh, <clears throat> Billy catches up to her again. And he fin- finally, we get the resolution to this whole goddamned thing. So finally, we're here. We get, hey, I'm John, not Billy. I'm the identical twin. That nobody knew <laughs> that about. No one, no one had ever heard about. I wrote all the songs, and Billy stole them from me. Yep. And now I'm going to get mad at you for not loving me. When you had the chance to, like, hook up with her, but you acted like a dick and terminated everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? Near yep. the end, he's like, why couldn't you... Do-? When he's putting her in that coffin near the end, he's like, why couldn't you just love me? Why couldn't you just love me? And it's like, dude, you cast her off. You could have been like, dude. But no, he did. She didn't know so, he existed. No. Billy cast her off. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, then when she came back and thought that he was... when. He had the sunglasses and he killed everybody in the beginning. That was him. But he wasn't like nice to her. Said like, let's go somewhere. No, yeah. you just killed everybody and like blew your fucking chance. Like, why were you hidden anyway? From Jesus Christ. I, it makes no sense that this, I, I was so infuriated with this movie when you found out that he was his twin <laughs> unknown brother. That is the dumbest, weakest. It's such a like general hospital. Oh, like, yeah. Just garbage plot. There's point. no creativity there. Like, yeah. Yeah, so she she is responsible for the death of an innocent man now, too. Yes. Because she said that he did it. Because she fingered him. <laughs> she, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Rich Righteous. <laughs> Words, oh, not mine. Rick Righteous here. Yeah, so she hits him on the head with a board and escapes again. And so there's more chasing through the backstage mm. that looks like a haunted house set. And... Yes. Uh, Finally, he catches her again, and he produces a big cartoonish bottle of ether. Yeah. <laughs> ether written in giant letters. And and he puts her I'm under. I'm surprised didn't have the word acme over. Yeah, acme, <laughs> acme, acme ether. ether. <laughs> uh, he knocks her out, and he puts her in that cardboard coffin yep. from earlier. Then he puts on his mask and goes and sings a whole opening number. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he wants to put on his Rocktober blood. Yes. <laughs> so... The show starts up. There's chained ladies on the side. And there's the most boring guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. 
it's this is like the most spinal tap thing I've ever seen in my life. The guitar solo is like a very drunk man who thinks he's Buckethead. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, man, I can play this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that whole it's that whole Super like slop. Everybody in that era that was like, look at me, I'm Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. Then the great. show starts. Um, and I got, I got to give it the movie points for this one because this part was cool um, with him singing in his sword yep. microphone stand. Liked that. And as he's singing, every now and then he kills one of the girls that's chained up on yes. the side of the stage. But everybody watching the show thinks it's kind of like a gore show and they're just like, oh, yeah. Which, of course, leads me to my first big question. The fuck is wrong with this band? Thank you. <laughs> the the audience thinks that the death is just part of the show. Yeah. The guys playing the music, they're like, oh, he just killed that girl. That's not part of the show. Oh, he just killed another. Keep playing. You know what? It would be embarrassing for us to stop now. He's probably yeah. not going to kill another. Oh, shit. Oh, he killed, shit. Damn it. He killed the third girl. How about the solo coming up? It's really cool. I mean, but you know what? We're out of girls, so what more what could more he do? Can we might as well just keep going. It's not like we have a girl singer oh, that's going to be. Shit. Oh, fuck. Damn it. So. <laughs> but to be fair, we've got Billy back, so he can <laughs> sing for the band if he kills her. Other thing. Once he. Uh, then the girl comes up, you find out Billy's back. And they're like, oh, it's our ex-band member who killed 25 people. Uh, play I'm back. <laughs> the drummer says, what the fuck is wrong with this band? Uh. So Billy comes out and sings his song. And, Han- and uh, oh yeah, that cheap-ass coffin rises up. And uh, yes. Lynn comes out, doesn't put up much of a fight, gets handcuffed oh. to Billy's wrist. Yeah, because... She she agrees to sing because he whispers into her ear, "Don't worry, it's me, Frank. I've killed, I killed Billy. I've killed done. Billy. Everything's fine." Oh, okay. I'm I'm in the singing mood now. I mean, she did. Just, I just did get drugged out and yeah. put into a coffin, but uh, I'm ready for my. She just woke up from up. an from an ether knockout, <laughs> yeah. so I cut her a little slack. Uh, but yeah, so and so then we get the longest boring song with her handcuffed to his wrist. Yeah, after she sings Rainbow Eyes, we listen to that entire song. And here's what I have another big problem here is Chris and security are right there. And she's like, oh my God, that's that guy that killed 25 people. Yeah, let's just stay here and let them finish the his, whole fucking song. So the security guy says, I'm going to go get him or I'm going to go zap him or something like that. He's going to pick up a guitar to electrocute him. That's his plan. I mean, that's what most bouncers do. When when somebody's getting rowdy at a concert, they grab an expensive instrument and go to try to electrocute somebody with it. I don't even want to go into just like the, the technical problems with this. Being that electric guitars run on signal and not electricity, <laughs> that that it's like one, whatever, what is a signal? It's like one volt or something, 1.2 volts or something. It's like yeah, a, a ninth of a nine volt battery basically worth of power is surging through that guitar at any moment. It makes your tongue feel funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he picks up his guitar and he's like, I'm going to go zap him. <laughs> and, and Chris is just like, no, you'll electrocute her, too, because she's handcuffed to him. Unplug it and hit him with it. Tackle this dude! <laughs> <laughs> but no, they just stand there. Ah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> Let him finish his whole song. And then and then, and then somehow the handcuffs... Okay, 
do we ever find out how this happens? This was, I rewound it twice and I couldn't see the point where how she, she got undone. How the fuck did she get away? No, we didn't. I okay. rewound it too. All of a sudden, right at the end of the song, when Billy's about to, I'm sorry, when John is about to hit a super Sorry. high note wah, and yeah. hold that for ever, uh, she ends up breaking free somehow from the handcuffs. Like Power of metal. Like, yep, power of metal. And then the security guard's like, now's my chance to go break a guitar <laughs> over him and electrocute him on stage. And that shot actually looks pretty cool with the broken guitar hanging off his shoulder with it the does. strings. And then, uh, and then we get this awesome ending where it just freezes in the credits roll. And we have no idea what happens. <laughs> I was shocked that that's how this ended. There's literally no ending to this movie. And I honestly was like, what? Fuck you, movie. That's it? (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's it. That's what you get. (sighs) Sorry, guys. I can't can't believe we didn't get like a a post-credit scene where... uh, John was just like, I can't believe my other twin brother, Trey, got electrocuted because I thought he was me. <laughs> Don't worry. I got a post credit scene in my version because I have the, the DVD. So don't worry. Uh, Beverly and Ferd put out their DVD. Oh. And so my version, when I was like, like this thing is like two hours long. Why is it so yeah. fucking long? And then. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. So I went past the credits. Yep. And you get to the ending. And uh, and Ferd uh, has been saved. Just in case uh, you wanted to know. By the Lord, Jesus Christ. And uh, he is very interested in saving you as well. So I got a giant, long evangelical spiel oh my gosh. at the end of the movie by the director of Gator Bait and Rocktober <laughs> Blood who wants to fucking preach to me. Just get off your high horse for a second there, Gator Bait. Um, <laughs> but oh, wow. Get off your high horse for a second there, Gator Bait. That's just fun to say. It is fun to say. I might start using, I that. Might start using yeah. that on random people. <laughs> get off your horse for a second there gator bait but holy <laughs> fuck it was crazy that was crazy shit it was first like a story about people saving dogs and i was like oh it's a weird little dog rescue and then he's yeah. like i want to testify about my love of jesus christ and i was like eh, you're okay to do that it was actually very it was not really very high horse at all he was yeah. actually just kind of like here's my thing i want to offer you this opportunity and i was like hey thanks for the opportunity i'm cool but uh <laughs> anyway craziness so feel free to order my special edition rocktober but where i change the phone call message to have you accepted jesus christ into your heart today instead of that thing about the milkshakes that we all know isn't really the thing about the milkshakes yeah yeah he wrote that line and then he wants to (laughs) wants to talk about jesus uh okay so he gets to the pearly gates and he's like no entrance but i've changed my ways (laughs) nothing will excuse you from this line seriously that line no 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 oh my god so this this movie has weird other stuff as well where like um Halloween, a real band, a real metal band, mm-hmm. actually used the mask for this on one of their on Walls of Jericho, which was like one of their big records. Yep. I thought that was kind of interesting. Some other weird things aside from uh oh my god, there's there's lots of weird things about this, but Chris uh the guy that played Chris 
Nigel Benjamin. He is the actual singer for the music in this, right? Right. They hired, they brought him into sorcery to sing that one song. Um, he's not the normal singer. The drummer is the singer for sorcery. Okay. So normally the drummer sings in that band, but, uh, but he was brought in for the movie to do these parts, but he fronted fucking Mott the Hoople when they first started. He had an unreleased record with a band called Mott before they became Mott the Hoople. Fascinating. Um, Very fun fact. And then he went and joined London, the L.A. metal band, which is the band that if you leave it, you become famous. If you quit London, you become famous if you go and join another band. Okay. But London is an obscure band that no one will ever hear. In uh, Decline and Fall Part 2, they were interviewed, and it's like Motley Crue, Cinderella, Guns N' Roses, Wasp, all these hugely successful Played bands. Played in London? They were, all, they were all like, everybody was a member of London at one point, <laughs> and London can't get shows. They're just like this really failed kind of band. <laughs> <laughs> like, But these other guys go on to make millions of dollars. Yep. So I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Uh, another interesting thing about this movie I find, and it maybe not that interesting, but it's <laughs> in the tape collecting world, it's one of those high dollar, everybody wants this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, a, it's, because it's part mm-hmm. of the metal exploitation the me- stuff. That's why it's it, not so interesting. But. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Is I love it for that, personally. Yeah. But even, even though I like... And if I found a copy of this I movie on tape, I don't like it. <laughs> if I found a copy on this tape, uh, I will trade it to someone, somebody out there for something, That's, something cool that I yeah. can like. It's so weird. I mean, my wife bought this for me. She mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, we got this from an awesome store in Portland." Just a shout out to my buddy's new store, Abraxas. Which uh, I'm a horrible person because I still haven't checked. Holy out. shit, dude! Well, because it would, you would go broke. It's <laughs> actually really upsetting to walk in there. They have so many good like obscure out of print DVDs and mm-hmm. Blu-rays and it's all specifically splatter and gore and nice. Oh my God. It's so good. So but check out a Braxis. Check out a Braxis. Matt's in a good dude. Matt is a good dude. And that stuff is fucking cool. Oh my God. That place <laughs> is cool. Um, yeah. And it's also right next door to my store. So it's right between my wife's store and my you store. You have a store? I do. Coast City Comics. Your wife Portland, has Maine. a store? The Greenhand Bookshop <laughs> in Portland, Maine. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Uh, yes. So all I'm of those gonna things. check those places out. You totally should. <laughs> Spending money at those places, especially spend, in the winter spend, when they're getting spend, very, very spend, poor, would spend, be awesome. Spend, spend. <laughs> Did you hear something? No, nothing. No. Please, God, spend. spend. Yes. Awesome. Also, this movie was not a fucking gaslighting movie. Which? Uh, what does that mean? It like it was set up like the movie Gaslight, like the stre- the Screaming Skull, or Gaslight the movie, like where I it's like don't. you're supposed to be. You're set up to feel like she's being uh, being told that she's crazy mm-hmm. just to drive her insane. That yeah. people are setting her up so that she loses her mind. I thought she was... Which is at least kind of an interesting premise. I mean, it's been done before, but I feel like it's at least more interesting than what we got. I thought it was a ghost. I thought, I thought it was from the beginning, too, because when we first meet Billy, he's a jerk. Yes. And he blows her off. But then when he comes back, he's like... Super jerk, like <laughs> yes, yes. Like I just killed somebody. <laughs> like it's just like okay. I was like, whoa, what, what happened to him when he went on the date? Like I thought he got possessed by something <laughs> or something like that because he was so radically different. 
And yeah, that's another thing. So then once he died and he came back, I was like, oh, something possessed him yeah. and then made him come back. So I was right. waiting for that ghost payoff. But then we get that fucking twin brother yeah. shit. Yeah, nonsense. And because to me, this is an example of people. If you're going to do a movie like this, don't hint at something that is more interesting yes. than what you like. If your twist is, no, it's not actually exciting. If you're like, no, it's supernatural, and then the payoff is it's not supernatural. It's actually quite dull and boring. And that's the thing. He went on one date. That's a dumb idea. Yeah, he went on one date, came back from that date super fast, and was super weird, and then was listening to his own music backwards. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, he got possessed by a demon or something. Yeah. No. 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 God damn it. We're going to have to do the rest of these movies now. Shock them dead. Black Roses. Black Roses. We'll have to do all We've of them. We already did Trick or Treat. We did Trick or Treat, so. Yeah, one down. We did fucking Hard Rock Zombies. Oh, Jesus. That's on the list, too. I will never let you forget that. No. <laughs> See? And on the plus side, this movie is better than Hard Rock Zombies. <laughs> this movie is better than Hard Rock Zombies. Yeah. See? That, that blurb's on the front of the box, actually. <laughs> A better movie than Hard Rock <laughs> Zombies. Oh, God. Well, that's all I got to say about this masterpiece. Yeah. Um. Sure, that, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's your pick next week. It is, and we're doing Black Roses with oh. White Lambos. Oh, that actually sounds like a great idea. You want to do that? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. We'll do Black Roses next week. <laughs> awesome. That'll be also better than this. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, we will see you next week. Uh, you can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast. And uh, I am... Oh, no. Nope. And at Coast City Comics. And at Coast City Comics. And at Mad Awkward VHS Fiend. And uh, and be sure to review us and, and rate us on iTunes and other things. And tell your friends. And tell people to listen to this podcast. Tell your moms. It's difficult to get people to listen to podcasts because half of them are really terrible. Yeah. And or like, 99%. Like this one. Like this one. <laughs> but this one's terrible. And you you like us? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what to say. Anyway. I'm terribly glad you do. Aw, thanks guys. <laughs> Have a good evening and we will see you next week. Peace.